So today we have a bit of an opportunity to go behind the scenes a bit in the in the matmonim process. I thought I would I would show you because this is uh, yud bezes and uh, there's so much on it, all sorts of different things. Um, and the the gemara that I chose to stop on and, and probe is the gemara at the bottom of Amud Aleph and the top of Amud Beis. Tanu Rabbon, we learned likait yerek erev rosh hashanah. If you if you harvested vegetables erev rosh hashanah just before rosh hashanah. Just before sunset. And then you, you carried on and you cut vegetables, you picked vegetables after sunset. And Tosfer says, how can it be after sunset? It must have been a non-Jewish person was doing it for you. Um, uh, others say it, was, uh, not, it doesn't mean after sunset immediately, that's Yom Tov. It means after Yom Tov, Motsi Yom Tov, you carried on. You cannot take truma and maisa from the one lot for the other lot. So you've got half a kilogram of, of, of the first lot that was, that was harvested before sunset and half a kilogram after the sun, sunset. So you've got a kilogram in a whole, as a whole. You can't just take one-tenth of the kilogram, 100 grams for maisa and, and, uh, and 100 for 10 grams for, for, for truma and truma and maisa. You can't do that. You've got to separate the batches and you've got to take truma and maisa separately for each batch. And Gemara introduces new terminology here and says, Yashan and Chadash. Now, normally when we talk about Yashan and Chadash, we're talking about the, the Isra of Chodosh, which is a different law altogether. But here, this idea of the old and the new. So the two batches are labeled the old batch and the new batch. Now, so what made me stop on this Gemara? What made me stop on this Gemara is that that sunset moment. So how much time is there? It, because the Gemara could just have said, you don't, if you've got two batches, one from last year, one from this year, you can't, can't take Trumas and Meisters from last year onto this year or from this year onto last year. What's this image that it trade just before sunset, last minute, just before, um, before Rosh Hashanah? What's he doing? A minute before Rosh Hashanah, what's he doing? You would think he's sitting down and he's learning Musa and he's, he's getting himself ready for Yom Tov and he's, he's putting on his Yom Tov clothes. Now he's in the field picking cucumbers. It's such a crazy image. And then right after, you know, and it, it, it's true, it's just a conceptual image because practically he can't be doing it right after sunset because it's Yom Tov. So it's just, it's a metaphorical image. That's what Tzuzvus has to say. It's a goy or, it's a, it's, or he does it after Yom Tov. But the, but the Gemara says just before sunset and after sunset. So the Gemara creates this, this almost fictitious image of this man picking cucumbers just before Rosh Hashanah as the sun's going down, then the sun goes down, and then he carries on slowly before he goes to shul. And now you've got these two batches. What, what is the sunset, this moment? And what is the difference between the two batches? So, There are people who can tell vintages when it comes to wine. If they know what area it comes from, they can taste the wine, and they can say, this is from 2018, this is from 2014. They know if you ask them how, because that year there was particular rain and particular wind, and they know how it affects the grapes and how the grapes affect the wine. They can, they can, taste, they can taste the weather in the, in the wine. So that's a, a vintage, I understand. There's a whole, between, what, between the 2017 vintage and the 28 vintage, there's a year. Uh, or there's nine months or eight months or six months, whatever it is, from the end of the one vintage to the beginning of the next vintage. There's time. How much time is there between the half a kilograms of, of cucumbers from last year and the half a kilogram of cucumbers from this year? There's a minute, 30 seconds. And that makes them two different batches? 
and you can't take Maisa from the one batch of the... What's the Gemara trying to tell us? What is this about? And it's particularly with vegetables, not with fruit. It was, it was so fascinating. This is the first Shemitah year that I've ever experienced. Um, and it was so interesting. The day after Rosh Hashanah, you could go into the, into the store and already find Kedusha Shvi's cucumbers and tomatoes. Because with fruit, what's important is Rav Gidulo, how the, the majority of the growth has to have been in, in the Shemitah year. Otherwise, it's still considered last year. But in, for vegetables, it's batal lekitatot. It goes after the harvesting, after the plucking. And that's what this Gemara comes to tell us. Says Rashi, Ashmi'ina, and this Gemara teaches us, de yerek batal lekita azil maisa. Then when it comes to maisa, we go after the plucking. Even though it grew, these two batches grew in the same year. And there's only seconds differentiating the one from the other in terms of, um, of, of, of their plucking. If they were plucked in two separate years, one is new and one is old. That's how we, that's how we define new and old. It's a little bit like, like, like cars. You know, you buy a, a, a 2021 model or you buy a 2020 model. Sometimes they're made in the same day even. It depends what, what label it's got. Yeah, so here too, the vegetables are labeled by the time they're, they're plucked. Each year its own. Each year by, by its own. And this halacha is brought by the, the, the Rambam and... The Shulchan Aruch quotes the Rambam word for word. You can't take truma from one, from one year onto the fruit of another, and vice versa. And if you did take truma, it's not even truma. Explains that the Rabbi Yosef Karkus at the bottom, Rabbi Yosef Karkus is interesting. He was from the Grushay Sfarad. He was part of the, the, he left Spain in the time of the expulsion and went to Mitzrayim. He went to Egypt where he lived for a long time and eventually came to Israel. At that time, this was 16th century, there was only one parish on the Rambam. That was the Magid Mishnah, who was 100 years earlier. But the Magid Mishnah only wrote on the Rambams that affected current life. Uh, so he didn't write on, on, on halachas that were tied to Eretz Israel or halachas that were tied to the Beis Hamikdash. The Mari Chakrakos was the first who filled the gap. And he wrote Dafka on those parts of the Rambam that we don't have, uh, that, that do deal with, with Eretz Israel and with the time of the Beis Hamikdash. And he says, The reason that the Rambam says it's not truma is because this halach is learned out from a posuk. That means when you learn something from a posuk, it's not that Rabbonin gave certain measures. It means that's definition. It's not defined as truma. The truma that you took from the half a kilogram that came from before sunset, and you took it for the, uh, for the other, it's not truma. That, that truma is not truma. It doesn't work. Truma has to come from, current, from the current batch, and the batch is defined from the time of the Likita. So what made me stop here, and as you see, that's all I've got in terms of sources. There's nobody says anything. There's not any... Um, I'm sure you'll find all sorts of interesting things in Chassidus and Kabbalah and all sorts of interesting things afterwards. But uh, in the classical text, nobody says anything that's of, of, uh, that sets us off on, any, on anything. But what, what got my attention was this moment of sunset defining the vintage. And that, and that look how sensitive we have to be. That means just as a wine expert can drink the wine and can say this comes from a 2017 vintage, this comes from a 2015 vintage, we have to be able to do that in a sense with Yerakot, to feel these are two different batches. Now, if they really came from different regions or they came from different years, 
I can kind of get it. If we were very sensitive, we would be able to taste. The problem is we don't focus on our taste. When we're eating, we don't eat mindfully. We don't eat. You've seen these wine tasters, how they focus on the wine, how they concentrate, how they swirl it in their mouths, and they think, and they feel, and they all the different flavors and tastes. That's how we need to eat. If we, if, we want to, if we want to really get the benefit of it. Um, and if we really were, we should be able to taste the different batches. This is last year's cucumbers. This is this year's cucumbers. They're different. So I kind of get that. That's difficult enough. But when they're separated by 30 seconds, and they've got the same water, they've got the same weather conditions, they've got the same winds, they've got the same sunshine, everything exactly the same. 30, one was in the ground 30 seconds longer than the other. And that makes it part of, an, of, of another batch. And it's interesting, the difference in the, is in the brochas, and, and that's based on the, on the psukim in, in, in Breshis. We say, bore pre ha'etz, fruit is the pre ha'etz. What produces the apple? The apple tree. What produces the pear? The pear tree. But when it comes to vegetables, we say, bore pre ha'adama. It's the land of, the, we know that you can say, bore pre ha'adama for fruit, and it also works, because at the end of the day, the, the earth produced it. But there's an intermediary with fruit. There's a tree. Whereas with vegetables, there's no intermediary. It's, it's the land that, that, is, that is providing for it. And, and what we see here is that there is something that this year's cucumbers or tomatoes or lettuce or whatever has got that last year's doesn't have. They're, they're two different batches. In what sense are they, are they two different batches? The um, Rambam says... And then brought in the Shulchan Aruch as well at the end there. Mipnei echad betishrei rosh hashana lemaasrot tvoot v'kitniot v'yerakot. The reason is because the first of Tishrei is the rosh hashana. That's what makes them two separate batches. It's not any sunset that makes the difference. It's the sunset of erev rosh hashana, because the um, erev rosh hashana, the rosh hashana is the rosh hashana. So what does that mean? It's the rosh hashana. That means that that when the Rebbein Shem is judging the world, there are elements of the world that he judges on Rosh Hashanah, elements of the world that he judges on Tu Bishvat, elements of the world that he judges in, in Nisan time, uh, as we've been learning these last few days. But the, on Rosh Hashanah, the Rebbein Shem decides on the cucumbers for the year. They have a certain quality to them. That's the batch. So when the year is up, that decision that was made last Rosh Hashanah no longer applies to the new ones. So there's a force, and if we go back to the Kabbalistic ideas that we've been learning the last two days, that everything has a physical, a physical and a spiritual counterpart, that spiritual counterpart nourishes it all the time. It's not as if it just had it when it was created and then it has no... There's a constant flow from the spiritual to the physical and, and back again, as we learned yesterday. So, so there's those cucumbers or tomatoes or lettuce or whatever it is, are all the time they're being nourished, not only by the earth around them. At the end of it, we say, It's you, the Rebbeinu Shalom, that are, are, are causing this creative process to take place. So we, we look at it not as every cucumber is different or every tomato is different. We look at it at vintages. We look at it at batches. The, the, the batch from... from from, from 5,781, that's a batch. 5,782, that batch has a koach, has, has spiritual properties given to it on Rosh Hashanah of 5,782. 
and one should be able to almost deter, discern the difference. And, and the, the halacha makes us, brings us so much more in touch with that difference, with that understanding of the batch, that the batch ends on Erev Rosh Hashanah. And I said to you yesterday that we, the difference between the Talmud Chacham and Am Ha'or, it's one lives in the physical world and, and operates in the physical world, and the Talmud Chacham lives in, the, in, in a different world. And I gave you the example of Rabbi Yosheber Soloveitchik in the sunset. The same applies with Rosh Hashanah. So this, this man who's standing by his field there of Rosh Hashanah, okay, he shouldn't be. He should be in shul. He should be getting ready for Rosh Hashanah. But whatever the fact is, the, re, the fact is he's standing there. should almost be able to watch the batch finish and a new batch start, although it's the same cucumbers. It's not a new cucumbers created. He should actually be able to notice that as long as it's attached to the earth, it's being nourished by the properties of 5781. The moment 5782 comes in, there are new properties that are nourishing, and it has qualities in 5782 that the 5781 batch doesn't have. Better or worse, whatever it is, it's different. To be able to be, be, to be sensitive to difference. And sensitivity to difference is the, is the essence of, of being able to appreciate complexity and richness. And everything tastes the same, and everything feels the same, and everything sounds the same. Uh, you know, we can listen to to two notes, and we'll think it's the same note, and, and Simon will say they're, they're different notes. Uh, you, you've got to be able to hear, hear the music. A person can drink two glasses of wine and say they're the same, and the wine next so they're not the same at all. They're completely different. It's wine. It's wine. It's very Priyagofi. It's very Priyagofi. But somebody who's sensitive to it says these two worlds are completely different. And we need to be able to be sensitive to those differences. And part of the difference is time, because time is one of the ingredients of everything. Everything has its ingredients and time. And, and particularly when it comes to agriculture, when it comes to vegetation, time is one of the important ingredients. So each has, the way time is defined for each area of, of, of agriculture is different. That's what these Gemaras are teaching us. And the, the batching of vegetables are around Rosh Hashanah time. The, the, the Rosh Hashanah year is the year at which there's a change in the nourishment, in the uh, and it's not only spiritual nourishment, it's probably, it's, it's drawing from the land. Every second it's still drawing from the land. And the land of 5782 is different land from 5781 because the Rebbeinu has made different decisions about it, given it different brochas, given it different kinds of nourishment. And as we go through this and we realize this moment of, of sunset, Erev Rosh Hashanah, how much changes when, we, when sunset, Erev Rosh Hashanah comes. We're busy with, with our davening, we're busy with getting to shul on time, we're busy with all the things that Rosh Hashanah requires, we're thinking maybe of Yom Hadin already, maybe we're already thinking of all those. But just to be sensitive, you know what also has happened? Agriculture, look what's happened. The batch is finished. We can't take Trumas and Meisr from this batch onto this batch because this is a new agricultural year for, for, for vegetables, not for trees, just for vegetables. To be able to feel that and be sensitive to that when Rosh Hashanah comes. So in Mirz Hashem, when next Rosh Hashanah, we will already be experts in Rosh Hashanah because we will have learned Masechta Rosh Hashanah, just as this year we were experts in, in Yom Kippur because we learned Masechta Yuma. So next year we should be able to feel things we weren't even sensitive to before as we understand what actually is happening the moment the sun goes down on Erev Rosh Hashanah. It's a chazal that 